0: Sharks of the Week. Crabs of the Week. Patrick Mahomes. Justin Jefferson. DeAndre Swift. Is that you, Pitman Jr.? Tasting hell. No! What's up Castaways, it's your boy Tim in the house, watch your mouth, you're dealing with another episode of Footballers Island Hey, Sean Sean, he's out right now, he's sick, so you kind of stuck with me, but it's alright man, I mean hey, you're chilling with just me I mean, I'm the funniest guy on the show, so you might as well sit back and get ready to laugh So today we just want to talk about some Sharks of the Week Also Some crabs of the week. That's Sean's favorite, uh, you know, his favorite favorite subject is talking about crabs of the week because he likes to put them in the bucket. But, again, let's start off. Sharks of the week. So, my first shark is going to be Patrick Mahomes, man. He came through in a big way with five touchdowns, 360 yards through the air. I mean, we know he lost Tyreek Hill. We know that. But we also know that Tyreek Hill, he didn't make Patrick Mahomes. He just enhanced Patrick Mahomes. So, we've seen what he's able to do with the offense and kind of just hit all his receivers. It's just like he opened up like his whole field to him. It's just like every any anybody that's open, he's he's knocking him down. So he he would definitely be my first shark of the week. Now, I also say this even though Tyree Hill didn't make Patrick Mahomes, you can see Tyree Hill did his thing also in Miami. So I mean, for both parties it may have been like a win win for them to you know kind of part ways. Uh my next Shark of the week is gonna be my guy Justin Jefferson, 184 yards through receiving, also had two touchdowns. I mean, the man is just man. He is one of the best receivers in the league. Is he the best? I don't know. I still kind of got Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup, but I'm saying Justin Jefferson's he he he's right on the heels of both of those receivers, man. I mean, I would say the kid is he's on his way. I mean, as I can say, he's on him and Jamar Chase are definitely on their way as becoming those one a 1B receivers in the league But for right now I still got Devontae Adams Alright My next short We're talking about the uh, My guy Swift I almost mispronounced his name But hey He's Swifty man I mean hey I talked about him Before the draft And I still love What he's doing Because he wants to have A, a thousand re- reception yards And he also wants to have A thousand rushing yards I mean that That is a tough thing to do But hey He, he got off to a good start With 144 yards On the ground One TD Three receptions for 31 yards. He's going to have to pick some of those reception yards up. But he would have had an even bigger day if Jamal Williams didn't get a lot of the goal line touches, which he's still going to get those because, I mean, the lines, they just like to use Jamal Williams because, I mean, he is a good, you know, goal line getting the end zone back. So he's going to take away some of the touchdowns. So some of the, some 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 users of uh, Swift are going to kind of get upset about that. But I would say, though, he's out to a good start. All right, my next shark is gonna be Pittman Jr. He had nine receptions, oh, thirteen targets, man. Does Matt Ryan love Pittman Jr.? Hell yeah, thirteen targets, one hundred twenty-one reception yards and a touchdown. Hey, talked about him also before the draft. He's gonna have a really big role in this offense because I don't think the Colts want to just run. They just want to run, uh. Jonathan Taylor to the ground. So Pittman Jr., he is gonna he's gonna play a big role in the Colts offense this year. And again, man, if you got him, he's a must-start every week. Now, again, this is this is one of my, my 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 little, you know, deep, deep sharks. Like a little deep, I would say like baby shark. <laughs> we talk about Taysom Hill from the Saints, man. Tight end quarterback, running back, slashback, whatever you want to call it, half, halfback, whatever. Hey, they rushed him. He had a hundred, he had 81 yards on the ground rushing, one touchdown. I mean, he they have a lot of packages they can use with him. I, I thought that, you know, after they got James Winston as a starting quarterback, that I mean, you know, Taysom might just kind of be, you know, just kind of there for a backup role. But again, man, he's just a football player. So if you have a player, they want to go ahead and use him. And that's what they did. Now, he's available in pretty much every league. But, I mean, you do run the risk on if they do decide not to run those packages, you play them as a tight end, you might not get nothing out of them. But if they, if you play them as a tight end, and guess what? They got them out there throwing passes at the goal line or running in. You know, you may have a hidden gem right there. You can have a quarterback in tight end position. So, just kind of kind of look out and see what the, what the Saints kind of do with uh, Taysom Hill, but I'll definitely be watching for him. So, that was pretty much most of my Sharks for the week. Now, I'll jump into my Crabs of the week. Man, first crab, Austin Eckler. Man, he he got. I mean, they he he only had like 36 yards on the ground. I get it. I mean, he had 14 carries, and he only had four. I mean, he had four receptions for 36 yards through the air. But what you were expecting? Where you drafted him? I mean, you did need a bigger, bigger game from him. It's just that you know they were kind of throwing the ball. Keenan Allen was catching it. I mean, it just kind of the game script kind of went away from you know using Austin Eckler. But, I, man, I got to give him a crab of the week. Now, my sec, second crab will be C.D. Lamb, man. Hey, 20 yards, 20, 29 yards with uh two receptions. Now, he had 11 targets. The offense just looked terrible. It looked terrible before Dak went out. It looked terrible when Dak went out. I mean, they got problems in Dallas. Everybody knows they got problems in Dallas. But you're expecting C.D. to be the number one receiver this year. And, I mean, it just didn't come to play. Um, and now, if Dak being out for you know who knows six to eight weeks, you got to go through the season with Cooper Rush. I mean, that's just gonna be tough for like any any number one receiver. I mean, I don't I don't care who you who you are, you could be Devontae Adams. I mean, it's just gonna be tough to kind of like transition to Cooper Rush. Not to knock and say he's not like a terrible quarterback. He's just not one of the top tier quarterbacks you're gonna be depending on in fantasy to get you your number one receiver to to, to perform the way you want to perform. You know, each week. Uh my next guy, my next crab is going to be Aaron Jones rushing. No touchdowns. Now, he had 13 more routes than AJ Dillon. He had five targets for 27 yard, 27 reception yards. Now, he only got five carries. AJ Dillon got 10 carries and six targets and he got a touchdown. So, uh, is this like a one one off, one game one offer, but is uh, is this going to be a trend as far as AJ Dillon out carrying uh, Aaron Jones Now I don't I don't see Dylan Getting more receptions Or running more routes I don't But If he's getting more carries And he's getting The bulk of the touchdowns In the red zone Then we have a problem Now I know the Packers They came out They said hey man We gotta get AJ Dillon the ball I mean I'm sorry Aaron Jones the ball more Which I mean I intend they, They're gonna have to Because Just their situation at wide receiver I mean Aaron Rodgers is not happy right now He He just can't get like in line with these with these rookies, he needs Lazard back. So I do I do think the game script is going to kind of flip for Aaron Jones' favor I mean, I just hope so. I mean, if you got Jones, just kind of hold on, monitor the situation. I would do not trade him though. Do not trade Aaron Jones. I would not suggest you trade him just yet. I mean, I'm just saying. I know he was trading our league. I, hey, that's hey hey that's the owner. I mean, he wanted to get rid of him. He dropped. Him and even when he did trade him I kind of was like man that was a crazy trade but I got to looking at who he traded for and I was kind of like okay it may have been a safe trade I mean he did trade for uh, Gibson for the commanders so it may have been a safe trade but <laughs> it's a second round pick on most leagues so it's kind it's kind of dicey man but I I don't anticipate Dylan getting the bulk of the you know getting the bulk of uh, the passing Passing yards That Aaron Jones Is going to get But I do see him Man it might be a world Where he gets more carries I do see him It just might be I mean didn't look big He look fast He looked strong So be on the lookout though Just just kind of watch that And uh, see, see where you're at On that one Yeah be on the lookout So I want to get into Some of the starts of the week also So uh jump A couple of starts of the week That I've kind of pinned in uh, I first start off With a guy I talked about earlier Pittman Jr Now Jacksonville allowed 44 fantasy points last week. Last week to wide receivers, uh, he is the number one target in that offense in the passing game. So this is going to be a great matchup for Pittman Jr. He's going to get a ton of targets. And again, I like I said, Taylor they're going to use him, but they're also going. To, I think they're going to rely on Matt Ryan and Pittman Jr. So he will be one of my starts of the week. Uh, another start of the week I would say is um, Hill, Tyreek Hill, and Waddle. I I would have to pin them in both as being starts of the week. Um, they are getting all the target targets in Miami. I do anticipate for them to uh, pass the ball a lot against uh against uh, against Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore did lose uh the cornerback Kyle Fuller and they allowed uh 31 fantasy points last week to the Jets. So I do like Hill and Waddle in this matchup. Um, they don't Miami doesn't have a running game also, and I do believe that uh Tua. I mean he's taking that step to be like. You know what, man? I mean, I can't be a franchise quarterback, okay? Like, I seen come, some of the balls he threw to Hill. They look real good, and I think uh, Tua is gonna kind of step up and not not give them a reason to bench him, um, because I think he's just gonna play that well. And having those two weapons are, are great. Um, like I said, Hill is he's a great deep threat. Waddle is a he's a good route runner. I mean, he can get a lot of receptions, which I have in my in most of my leagues. And I mean, I like what I see so far. Uh, another guy I talk about, uh, Allen Robinson. I think this is a bounce back game for for my guy Allen Robinson. I know that that game against the Bills, it was rough, man. I mean, it looked rough, but he is he is the the second the number two receiver there in L.A. I mean, and he played. 65 of the 67 offensive snaps for the Rams. Um, he was only second. I mean, no, I, I take that back. He ran the same amount of routes as Cooper Cup. So, I mean, you're getting, he's on the field all the time. He's running routes just like Cooper it, it Like I said, I think it was just a bad matchup. I mean, the game kind of got out of hand. He kind of got lost in the shuffle. I mean, only two targets. But I do think this could be a bounce back game for him. Um he will be somebody that kind of look at and play kind of play in like daily fantasy also because I think a lot of people are gonna be down on him so if you have a chance to kind of play him I think you can kind of plug him in I would a lot of people say just wait 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 but I think they I think they're gonna make an effort to kind of get him involved to let him know like hey you know you you're our, our number two guy and I mean the amount of attention that cooper cup gets. I mean, he's on the field enough. He's gonna have to get some. He's gonna have to get some of those yards through the air. So, I like Allen Robinson this week. Also, uh, another guy I talk about is gonna be Antonio Gibson. Man, 130 yard total yards last week. He had seven receptions for 72 yards, and man, he outtouched J.D. McKisson 21 to 11. Now, the Lions are allowing 34 fantasy points. Now, they allowed that to Philly last week. Also, three rushing touchdowns for Philly last week uh, against against uh, against against the uh, 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 the Lions last week. So I, I like Antonio Gibson because I think that he's going to kind of show them that hey, I'm not I'm not trying to lose this job. But I, I like him up to the point when Robertson comes back. I mean, because they're going to have to make a decision. So I think that they're going to have to make a decision between Gibson Robertson. And I mean, who knows which way they're going to go But until then, you may have a reliable back in Gibson So he will be a start of the week Especially playing against the Lions uh, Another start of the week would be my guy, Joe Mixon Hey, 145 total yards 35 touches, man The guy had 35 touches I mean, I need to say more Now, also Cincinnati lost Higgins with a concussion He may not play Which kind of boats even better for Joe Mixon Um I, I would say just kind of pin him, him in, especially getting 35 touches, man. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of touches. So he would be a, a starter of the week. I also have Saquon Barkley, 194 total yards, 24 touches. The man looked explosive. I mean, he he looked as, as good as he's looked in the past two years, I would say. Uh, Cleveland's given up 35 fantasy points uh, to, like I said, so it's – He's explosive, so there's no reason that he doesn't look like Saquon a vote. I know he won't Kanye a vote, but we may get Barkley a vote. So Saquon Barkley will be one person I look for as far as the start of the week. Uh, And then also another guy, Josh Jacobs. Now, this is more of a matchup start of the week because he didn't blow you away last week. I mean, he only had 73 total yards, but when he did, he had 5.7 yards per carry. Now, He only had one reception for 16 yards, but he is playing Arizona, and Arizona (laughs) they allowed over fantasy fantasy 40 fantasy points to running backs last week. So Josh Jacobs is, I would say, just matchup start of the week. Like I said, he didn't blow you away last week with his numbers. But I think this matchup is going to play in his favor, and I think he's going to have a pretty good game. He's going to be one of those sleepers that you can kind of plug in, people not really pay attention to. And then you look up, and he has a, you know over 100 yards rushing with maybe one or two touchdowns, which, again, would be great for you, especially if a lot of people are not targeting him. So those are some of the starts of the week you can look at at your daily fantasy and your weekly fantasy. And again, man, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Like I said, it's kind of like a short episode, just because like I don't have my co-host Sean Shine with me. We hope that he gets better. But uh, man, until next time, castaways, peace.